Good morning and welcome to God Talks in a Living Way. As always, a verse of scripture, a devotion, and curriculum from A Course in Miracles. A verse. But how can people call for help if they don't know who to trust? And how can they know who to trust if they haven't heard of the one who can be trusted? And how can they hear if nobody tells them? And how is anyone going to tell them unless someone is sent to do it? That's why scripture exclaims, a sight to take your breath away. Grand processions of people telling all the good things of God. But not everybody is ready for this. Ready to see and hear and act. Isaiah asks what we all ask at one time or another. Does anyone care? God? Is anyone listening and believing a word of it? The point is, before you trust, you have to listen. But unless Christ's word is preached, there's nothing to listen to. Romans 10.17 November 19, God calling, hills of the Lord, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills from whence cometh my help, my help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth, Psalm 121, 1 and 2, yes, Always raise your eyes from earth's sordid and mean and false to the hills of the Lord. From poverty, lift your eyes to the help of the Lord. In moments of weakness, lift your eyes to the hills of the Lord. Train your sight by constantly getting this long view. Train it to see more and more further and further until distant peaks seem familiar. The hills of the Lord, the hills whence comes your help. A parched earth looks to the hills for its rivers, its streams, its life. So you look to the hills. From those hills comes help. Help from the Lord who made heaven and earth. So, for all your spiritual needs, look to the Lord who made heaven. And for all your temporal needs, look to me, owner of all this, the Lord who made the earth. Wholeness and spirit. The miracle is much like the body in that both are learning aids for facilitating a state in which they become unnecessary. When spirit's original state of direct communication is reached, neither the body nor the miracle serves any purpose. While you believe you are in a body, however, you can choose between loveless and miraculous channels of 
expression. You can make an empty shell, but you cannot express nothing at all. You can wait, delay, paralyze yourself, or reduce your creativity almost to nothing. But you cannot abolish it. You can destroy your medium of communication, but not your potential. You did not create yourself. The basic decision of the miracle-minded is not to wait on a time any longer than is necessary. Time can waste as well as be wasted. The miracle worker, therefore, accepts the time control factor gladly. He recognizes that every collapse of time brings everyone closer to the ultimate release from time in which the son and father are one. Equality does not imply equality now. When everyone recognizes that he has everything, individual contributions to the sonship will no longer be necessary. When the atonement has been completed, all talents will be shared by all sons of God. God is not partial. All his children have his total love and all his gifts are freely given to everyone alike. Except you become as little children means that unless you fully recognize your complete dependence on God, you cannot know the real power of the son in his true relationship with the father. The specialness of God's sons does not stem from exclusion, but from inclusion. All my brothers are special. If they believe they are deprived of anything, their perception becomes distorted. When this occurs, the whole family of God or the sonship is impaired in its relationships. Ultimately, every member of the family of God must return. The miracle calls him to return because it blesses and honors him, even though he may be absent in spirit. God is not mocked, is not a warning, but a reassurance. God would be mocked if any of his creations lacked holiness. The creation is whole, and the mark of wholeness is holiness. Miracles are affirmations of sonship which is a state of completion and abundance. Whatever is true is eternal and cannot change or be changed. Spirit is therefore unalterable because it is already perfect, but the mind can elect what it chooses to serve. The only limit put on its choice is that it cannot serve two masters. If it elects to do so, the mind can become the medium by which spirit creates along the line of its own creation. If it does not freely elect to do so, it retains its creative potential but places itself under tyrannous rather than authoritative control. 
As a result, it imprisons because such are the dictates of tyrants. To change your mind means to place it at the disposal of true authority. The miracle is a sign that the mind has chosen to be led by me in Christ's service. The abundance of Christ is the natural result of choosing to follow him. All shallow roots must be uprooted because they are not deep enough to sustain you. The illusion that shallow roots can be deepened and thus made to hold is one of the distortions on which the reverse of the golden rule rests. As these false underpinnings are given up, the equilibrium is temporarily experienced as unstable. However, nothing is less stable than an upside-down orientation. Nor can anything that holds it upside-down be conducive to increased stability.